0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Media Box Creative Podcast. I am your host, Edward Berrios, and my co-host,
1: Jose Mesquita.
0: And we are back here for the Media Box Creative Podcast, where we talk about business, photography, videography, and yeah, just life in general as a as a creative artist. Um, but yeah, it's been a, about a week or two, three weeks, I think, two weeks, I don't know. Since we last dropped an episode, but life's been, been crazy. Life's been crazy. Things have been we've been busy, um, but we are back. Summer break now. We are here. Um, thank God it's not as hot as it's been the past couple years.
1: I'm actually loving the weather. Everybody's like, I want the sun back. And fuck
0: that. Yeah. Hopefully it stays like this because I definitely do not. Like the heat?
1: I know they're hating it on the East Coast right now. Philadelphia is getting like ninety degree weather. They don't, you know, you know, they don't even have AC in their schools. Really? At least that's what I what I saw like on a few videos and what I read that they don't have AC out there because it's always cool. Yeah, it's always cold out there, so they had to release students early from their schools. I was like,
0: damn. Especially a lot like Philadelphia. Especially there's a lot of the old architecture, Mm -hmm. so it's like the brick Mm -hmm. building. So this is oh yeah, it's a boil, it's an oven in there. Yep. Damn. But. Yeah, bro. How have you been? I know we've been, uh, we haven't been, we've been, I don't know, I'm trying to think of the last time we...
1: Gotten together? It's well, we been shot. a minute. Yeah. Oh, well, we shot We just hung that out. That Uh Celeste. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the last, what was it? like? no that, like, uh-huh. that was
0: after the last podcast? Yeah.
1: That was after the last podcast, because then I think a week after that, I took off to Vegas.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: So, it's been like four five weeks is the last time i see Give or you. take i mean we chit chat on either phone All call time, or yeah. text message
0: but yeah so we've been busy we had that quinceanera um, was the last that was the last big um team event we did i've done a couple of smaller photo shoots mm-hmm. uh we did we did that boudoir i think that was also oh yeah hey, i forgot about after. that i know we talked about it at the last podcast though um so it might have been Around the same time. I don't
1: know. Anyways. (laughs) Yeah, because I know you've done real estate. You did what? Yeah, I did like
0: three different real estates. I did a... um, Two decors, I want to say. We've done several decors. Uh, And then you did the photo booth. Photo booth. Uh, So that's been going. Um, Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's pretty much it so far. Was the
1: headshots that we did? No, that we already talked about. That was about before. That. Yeah, that was before. That was. Um,
0: so that was good. i am trying to uh, get more situated. We actually got hit up for that same company. We did the headshots um, to do that. They're doing like a big grand opening or something event. Oh, really? Um, yeah, in September 16th. It's supposed to be like a two-day or, or some two-day event or mm-hmm. like an all-day thing. Yeah. Um, so they uh, they hit me up and asked me for a quote. So I got to make sure we kind of send them send them an invoice or proposal.
1: Well, at least they know oh, how man. to communicate, unlike other companies do. <laughs> Not saying any names in advance. <laughs> Not saying uh, any names. Go back to the previous episode if like you like know to talk
0: about it. Um, but yeah. Um, so this podcast, this episode, we wanted to kind of talk about um, kind of overcoming your your fears, kind of. You said, what was it that you would, how'd you phrase it? Uh, Tackling your fears. Tackling your fears. Um, And this is something that I think we all go through, especially as a business owner, um, as a creative, or just anybody trying to do something. I I don't want to say out of the ordinary, but just something that's not like going to college and getting a job, getting a career job, like kind of starting your own business Branching out and doing something for yourself. Um, so that's definitely something that that I think everybody has tackled at least once or twice um, or more, depending on what it is that you're doing. I know I have definitely had to overcome some fears, and I'm still trying to overcome certain fears as far as when it comes to business and um, taking that leap and giving it 100%. And leaving the day, the day job, leaving the career. Um, but, well, um, I know you just shot your first Quinte
1: yeah. This past
0: weekend by yourself.
1: Just wanted to touch on that fear part. This is my theme song. Every single time you would ask me if I wanted to run point for the Quinte. <laughs> yeah. So classic. I, <laughs> so. Mm, touching on what edward just said for the longest every single time when we would do oh, oh we've done what maybe like six already continue this year well seven with the one that i yeah. did with myself so i knew eventually i was going to have to run point because obviously that you wanted to focus more on the video aspect of it so we can get that for down now, yeah you know we got the photo part done uh, we're, we're both on the same page and we know what we want and neither one of us have an issue with being able to take uh, instructions from one another I was like we, we we know how to work really well as a team and yeah. when we suggest things to each other it's not like oh well, you just want to make it your own you know we, right. that that has never been a thought at least in my head and I'm pretty sure it has never been in your head nope. I was like whenever you suggest things I'm more than openly able to accept it and use it and 9 times out of 10 I'm like damn like that worked better than what I was going to do right? you know so, I'm glad that we have that. We have built that relationship with each other. So, um, I knew that eventually I would have to take point. Uh, I didn't want to do it for the longest because I was scared of screwing things up. You know, <laughs> so that's why the last two that you were asking, you want to take point? And I was like, no, you go ahead and do it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just me not being confident within myself and knowing that I have more than enough skills and the tools in my arsenal to be able to do it. I just I was not confident in myself. And I guess I had that option of running from it every single time. So if I was given the choice, like, hey, uh, you want to take? I was like, nah, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I got hit up, like, what was it? I think a few months ago, probably at the beginning of this year, or probably February, something like that. Um, If I wanted to do a quinceañera in June, Uh, one of my buddies hit me up uh, that the parents didn't really have money for the quinceanera, like, in order to do, like, the photo and video and stuff like that. So he hit me up and was asking me how much I would charge him. And, I mean, I could have hit him with a high price, but uh, given that I I heard the backstory to it, I was just like, you know what? I was like, "Uh, I'll do it solo and just, you know, I ended up charging him 500 bucks, uh, which we all know that's super low. You know what I mean?
0: But at the end of the day, the five hundred that they only wanted technically they just wanted portrait. Yeah, the oh yeah. Section. So go back so going back to that uh little. So brief, that's not it? it's not like five hundred bucks for a ten hour Yeah, no, it was five hundred bucks
1: line. and all, all they wanted was pictures at the park and that was it. And I was like I threw out a number and I was like, you know what? I was like for an hour, you know, going all the way to Monterey Park, I was like, I'll do five hundred bucks, you know. Which ended up being super easy because I did my photo count at the park and it was like, like 350, like 300, around 350. And I was like, it literally took me like about 45 minutes to get everything done. And they were happy with it. or um, So they seemed it to be. And I was just like, I had told my buddy if the venue was like close by, I would go for like an hour or two and take some photos, just you to- know, and just for the hell of it. And then when I got there, the mom was super cool. Uh, the whole family was cool, honestly. And I, my dumbass got there five five minutes late. So I was like... So, they, yeah, they were all cool. Uh, this uh, The husband, everybody was, like, super cool. And I was just like, um, I don't know. I was like, something just told me, a part of me was like... I mean, I had told him already prior, like, months ago, that I would go to the venue. But then, I don't know, within that moment, I felt like...
0: It was the right thing, almost
1: maybe. Not the right thing, but I was just like, I felt like it was more beneficial for me to go through the entire, not the entire event, because I didn't stay the whole, whole night. But it was, I felt like it was more beneficial for myself to do the whole, like going to the to the to the hall, getting some pictures of the, like the the centerpieces, you know, like and, and like you know the normal routine yeah, 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 that yeah. we go through. So I was like, I felt like that was more beneficial for me. Yes, I was helping somebody out that probably wasn't fortunate enough that. They probably couldn't afford the whole thing. I was like, I don't know if they could or they couldn't. I'm not making that assumption, but
0: it was a good learning experience. for Yeah,
1: I was like definitely. I was like, when I got to the park, I was so nervous. I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not, I'm not a person that sweats. But I was like, if I was sweating bullets, I was like, it was in that moment, you know. And I was just like, fuck. I was like, what do I do? How do I pose them? What I was like, it was just so many things running through my head. And as soon as I popped in that lens on the on the body, I was just like. All right, I need you guys to stand here. You know, please. Uh, you know, I, I was keeping an eye on her hair. You know how the dress. I kept fixing the dress because the wind was blowing. I was telling. I was like big smiles. You know, like communicating with people. I was like once, like the first couple photos went through. I was just like, all right, this isn't too bad. You know. Yeah. I was like, it was more of the thought in my head that I was so scared of fucking up. You know, but even though I I I made I made, I made, a, I made a few mistakes. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I was like, now looking back and I was like, all right, I can do this better. I was like, I can, you know, like posing people isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I was, that was like nerve wracking for me.
0: That's always been the scariest part for me, um, is posing.
1: Mm -hmm. And so so that's why I was like, that's why I always like watching you because I was just like, all right, how does he do it? I was like, I mean, I go on on YouTube still. And I, I was like, I'll watch some, like, how do people pose or like, I go like, People who are on their Instagram that dedicate themselves to like quintas and yeah, yeah, yeah. and weddings. I was like, I mean, I go through it. I, surfed, I surf their page and and I'm like, all right, they do this, they do that. They pose them here, you know.
0: Yeah, but when it comes. When it's but all that of? went out the window oh, when yeah. I was right there because oh, I didn't yeah. think about it. But
1: <laughs> now looking back on it and I'm just like, all right. I was like, I know next time if I do either take point or I'm doing it on my own again. I was like, I know to slow things down. Most likely, I'll write them down on my phone and use my phone as a reference list. Or I might take a notepad. I was like, oh, no. I was like, and I'll write down specific either poses or shots that I want to capture because I was so nervous that it didn't even dawn on me. and I was just like, go, 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 you know? Yeah,
0: and then you think you're rushing on time and this and that. I mean, to be honest, I didn't really
1: care about time because even after we were done, I think they chilled for like another 30 minutes before the limo took off. Oh, okay. So I was like, time-wise, I was fine on that. It was more so that I was just so nervous that my thought process wasn't there. Yeah. You know, and I was just like, I think it's common. Yeah. So I was like, I think if I would have either like checked myself or like had like either you or as or somebody to tell me like, hey, like you should do this or that. Then I would have been like, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, and then like you said how like how she had that cape over her head. Um, which is the first time I ever seen that on the quinceanera, yeah. which I thought was. I've never dope. seen the veil. I was like, I wish I would have thought about that shot because it would have been so perfect to grab it and like hold it up against the lens and use that like a, as a foreground. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then have her with the fountain and stuff like that. That would have been an awesome shot right there. But yeah, I was like, it was, it was a great experience and also relieving tackling that fear because for the longest I've been running from that. Right. I was like, even when it comes to just family portraits, I was like, I'm getting better at it as, as I'm going and posing people. I always ask you, how do you pose them? How do you do this and that? <laughs> you know, it's it's always been such a big fear for me and I was like, even though we kind of do not for, I mean, yeah, you can say we do it for a living, Um, you would think that it would be so much easier for us. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> but it's always...
0: It's always that nerve wracking for the first five, ten minutes.
1: Oh yeah, and then that's why I was and like, and
0: you get in the group. I think, I think part of it, for me, I think the first part that makes it is because I don't. It's like almost like if you're not sure how they're gonna react to when you're trying to pose them mm-hmm. or something like like you don't know if how receptive they're gonna be to you asking them to do certain things or if they're gonna be um, willing to like actually smile yeah and if they're gonna not want to smile it's like okay well i can't force you to smile like how do Uh, i get past this but um i think we we've learned to kind of just like build that rapport and learn how to build that rapport quickly within mm -hmm. and kind of build that relationship so that we can when it's time to actually get the shots they're more comfortable with us and loosen up and even Mm -hmm. the parents and the family are there trying to help us out yeah get them to smile and do whatever it is so um
1: yeah because the first couple shots the quinceanera was kind of like bluh and i even looked at the dad i was like all right bro Well, i didn't say bro but i was like all right sir <laughs> i was like i'm gonna need your help to make her smile And like I had like this big old like yeah "Yeah," you know like you're gonna help me out here, (laughs) and the guy started laughing and she started laughing. I was just like you know I was like thank God for autofocus. Thank you Sony.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, and he shot with Sony. Oh yeah, I
1: shot the whole event with Sony. I was like I think I took maybe like mm, fifteen shots with the Nikon, but that's because I used the wide angle lens. Yeah. But then I was like, I I just stood back for I mean I, I really like the 85 uh, millimeter lens with the 1.8. I was like so. Honestly, most of the, por- um, I want to say like 90% of the portraits that came from the park, no, actually 95% of the, uh, the portraits that came from the park were off the 85.
0: Which just sounds right. Yeah, just I just had to step
1: back, obviously, but I was like, I wish. the portrait I, lens. Yeah, I was like, one mistake that I did not make was I didn't pay attention that the flare of the sun was in the lens. and I pointed it out to you when I showed you the photos but I was like so I mean it's just little things like that where I said I made mistakes uh, with the flare in the lens Um, but
0: there's nothing there that they would have known
1: yeah I was like I was like looking at the photos they still look great I mean I bumped down the contrast (laughs) a little too high there but uh, other than that I was like the photos came out great I think uh, they're more than passable Um, but yeah definitely if you're ever like struggling with the fear I was like It's a lot more. It's a lot more worse in your head than actually doing it, and that's what I learned from this experience this past weekend. I was just like this whole time I was running from it, thinking that I was like, "Fuck, I'm not gonna be able to do it." I was like, "It's too hard." I was like, "It's just all these random thoughts that I had in my head, overthinking it so much." And it's like now looking at, I was like, it was actually easy. I was like, I knew exactly, maybe not exactly what to do. But it wasn't something that I was like, I had no clue on how to handle it.
0: It wasn't completely new. Because yeah.
1: I was like, I knew how to, I knew where I wanted the people at, uh, how to like, hey, can you move your hand here? And I would even demonstrate it with my own self. Right. So I was like, instead of like pointing like, hey, can you move this? I was like, no, I was like, hey, I was like, your hand is like this. Can you move it this way? Right. You know, because I wanted to show off because she had like some like, it was like, it was like a, a wrist necklace. And it would go attached to like it was like a spider web, but it would go attached to her finger. Oh, that's
0: cool!
1: I was like, so I was like, I wanted to show that off. I was like, that was pretty, that was pretty, uh, pretty cool. I was like, I've never seen that before. Um, So I was like, I was telling her how to like move her hand and stuff like that. I was like, family members, I would let them like stand next to her by themselves, take a few photos, and then I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna take a few more. But can you guys please scoot in? You know, and then everybody was scoot in. Then I will either fix her dress. The hair, I wasn't, uh, I'm not too.
0: It so looked like it was windy.
1: Yeah, it was windy. So I was like, it was kind of hard to fix her hair because, like, she would fix it herself, and then the wind would blow it right, right away. So I was just like, at that moment, I was like, do I try to fix her hair, or do
0: I just kind of, like, leave For it? For those kind of times, you try to um, try to get him to face, even though it might be taken away from what you wanted as your background? Yeah. You try to face them to where the wind is blowing their hair out of their face. Mm. So if, if this sense. way you turn them so that the hair is blowing back. Yeah. And then you can take the shot from there wow. without really worrying too much about the hair coming in. The yeah, front it's blowing backwards. So, um, but yeah, I was like the park.
1: It, it, it was. It's a lot. It's a lot less stressful than what you actually think it is. I was like, so any of those people <laughs> listening to this. I was like, just tackle tackle, tackle it on head first, and you will realize that it's a lot more easier than what you think it is versus what is being painted in your own head.
0: Yeah, but I think definitely what's helped is too, is just the fact that alone, together, we've already shot, like, five, six guinces this year. Yeah. So, it, like, you just being in that situation, being around it, you kind of were already familiar with the expectations of, Shooting, a okay. You know, kind of what, how to set it up, mm-hmm. how to shoot, and so. Yeah. So, that I think, like, I know we spoke about it in, in one of the episodes where we talked about how, like, being this, like, going out and second shooting, mm-hmm. what is important.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, especially when you're trying to break into a new style of. Yeah. Of, of photography or, or, I guess, new style or just a different. Um, a different field Different genre Yeah yeah. It would be to Make sure you try to Shadow somebody Or just go And second shoot For somebody Off of those That way you can Kind of see how it is mm-hmm. Get the vibe Get the feel Cause Jumping directly in And going straight into A, a quince Especially a wedding It's like It's super nerve wracking Oh I bet um, And Like I was kind of Thrown in When I did my first Wedding Um, I did a wedding video mm-hmm and my boy cam he's been doing he was doing wedding photography and stuff for years yeah i was shooting music videos in concerts, mm-hmm. so i had no idea um the process of that it took for a wedding or even how wedding videos because i never even really bothered to do them mm-hmm. and then he just randomly said like, hey bro i need somebody to come shoot a video for a wedding yeah come do it mm-hmm. and i was just like
1: sure yeah. <laughs> took
0: got my t3i <laughs> and my 50 millimeter 1.4 um and that's all I had that was my only equipment I went yeah. and bought a, a bought a a gimbal which I had no clue how to really work <laughs> actually did I no
1: is it the first one you have
0: I don't even think I had the gimbal bro for my first one I just freehanded it oh damn Uh, With the um, with the strap, camera strap, Mm -hmm. and I just prayed for my ninja walk, (laughs) and um, yeah, it was scary, Mm -hmm. uh, but like, I was kind of just thrown into the fire there, and they were, it was sad because they were really upset with how it came out, cause they well, they weren't upset with how it came out, they were upset at um. Some of the parts that I did not capture. And because they didn't really tell me that that's what they wanted me to capture. um, And I think I missed something. I can't remember what it was Um, exactly. But they were really, they got really mad because I didn't get like some speech or Mm -hmm. some dance or something. And like I just happened not to film it. Mm -hmm. And then um, that was like a whole ordeal. But I think they were just trying to get any any reason to to get their money back and yeah yeah, yeah. it was like old there was like some young couple and Mm -hmm. um they're really kind of ghetto and stuff like that so but uh that was that and so i ended up like refunding them like half the money that they had given me and and all that and but it was it was a crazy learning experience and from there i was like okay i think i can do this kind of figured it out and started studying um, into more of the video mm-hmm. and how weddings are shot mm, okay. and different ideas and different things like that. And so slowly kind of built it up from there. But
1: but see, you took the initiative and you studied that.
0: Afterwards, yeah.
1: Yeah, but I mean, yeah, given the fact that you, you went through your first rodeo and then you went, I was like, all right. But I was like, nothing nothing tied nor nothing basically said that you have to go do this. You decided to right, right, right. take it upon yourself and want to learn how to be able to shoot these type of events and how to get better at it. I was like, how many people out there actually can say like they legit, you know what? Let me let me educate myself about this, and that's I think that's the biggest difference. I was like, kind of going back to that kid that we shot with
0: at the other quinta, yeah, this Ooh, year earlier. For that quinta year.
1: where we just or we strictly just did video and he did the photos, and I mean I'm still I, I I'm still interested to hear. Uh, what your buddy had to say about the photos, you know what I mean?
0: I kind of asked him, like, just kind of threw it out the page hey, yeah. he's like, oh, they're, he's like, they're cool. Like, but I didn't, like, bother, like, going into depth about it. Yeah, because I don't really think he cared too much about it. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, he's just like, bro, I just paid and Yeah. What it
1: is. So like, that, that that's what I mean. I was like, using that kid as an example, I think he said that that was his second one that he shot. Yeah. And I'm like, He missed a lot of important parts, in my opinion. And there were some things that he did where I'm just like,
0: "Mm, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, with that special effect lens.
1: Yeah, or filter, whatever the hell he was using. And I'm just like, like, there's just some things that you need to tell yourself or you need to realize yourself that this isn't probably something that I should be doing for this event. Right. You know, like I should take myself and, in a sense, study the way that not a traditional way, even though it roughly is. I mean, it's changed over the years. I mean, I honestly, I didn't know until you told me how they just make it into, like, sections now in the video
0: part. Well, not everybody.
1: Oh, well, at least for the one. <laughs> That's the, how we do it. Yeah, for the most part, I was like, from what i seen, I was like, you know, they section it off to, like, piece and pieces and pieces. Unlike before, you know, I'll pop in the VCH tape on my sister's quinceañera that bad boy is like hours Two long. Two
0: hours long.
1: Yeah, you know. And just
0: non-stop rolling. Yeah, and it covers from <laughs> start to
1: finish, you know what I mean? I was like, I mean, obviously it's changed over the years, but I was like, there's a certain way that either Weddings or Quintaneras should be filmed. You know, obviously different styles from, you know, the videographers and photographers, but it's roughly this about the same.
0: Give or take, yeah.
1: You know, and I was like, I feel like that's like the biggest part. It's like taking yourself... And wanting to educate yourself on how to do things versus people are just like, oh, you know, I'll do it when I'm there. And I I was like, I don't think that that's the most important. I was like, I don't think that's what people look at. Kind of lost my train of thought. My grandma's calling me. You
0: need to answer it? Nah, I'll
1: call her back. But yeah, I was like, there's certain things that people need to educate themselves on and be like, all right. I was like, what is it that I'm doing wrong? How can I correct this? What can I do in order to be able to get this outcome? And I don't know if people actually do that nowadays.
0: I don't think so. They, well, if they have, I think it's, if they have the idea of this is what they want want to do, Mm -hmm. then I think they're probably um, willing to um to learn it, because that's something that they want to do. Yeah. But I don't think they kind of prep themselves. Because
1: um, a lot of people think it's just pick
0: up a camera and shoot. Yeah. They don't prep themselves to think that, oh, well, I might shoot type of this. Like, I've gone and studied, like, almost, I want to say almost every every type of photography. Mm-hmm. Um Just yeah, because I me. want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, Just so I can like i've been like the last recent stuff that i've been studying was like wildlife photography mm. why i don't plan on going out and shooting for nat geo or nothing like that but it's just it's, it's cool and then like sometimes you learn these different techniques and stuff that they use to shoot um like these animals and different birds and stuff like that that you can apply and mm-hmm. try and apply in a different scenario yeah and so but that's just kind of i, I mean i love this stuff so to me, I'm always trying to figure out different things in different ways and different, like, even business strategies. But, yeah, just, like, taking that chance uh, at, at starting a business. If you have the idea and you're afraid of doing it, then that's something that you just have to try. Um, I have, like, a couple of friends who've started businesses recently, um, and they're still afraid to kind of promote themselves. Oh, I don't have enough of this. I need to get more footage. I need to get more of this. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, oh, I don't know if it's going to work. Example, at my school, where I where I teach at, uh, one of my coworkers, her husband makes beef jerky. Um, What? Yeah, bomb, bro. I gotta bring you some.
1: So, how much an order? How much for a pound?
0: (laughs) So, she she had brought it. We were sitting there at one at just like at lunch or one event. We're sitting there eating, um, and she like pulled out some beef jerky, and I was like, "Oh, where'd you get that from?" And then she's like, Oh, my husband made it. And I was just like, Oh, and she's like, You want to try it? And I was like, Sure. Um, she gave me a piece and I was like, Yo, this is fire. Yeah. Like, and I was like, Look, what you needed I was like, this is really, really good. Like, I'm not playing, like I like jerky. I spent twenty bucks on jerky and stuff, yeah, like yeah. all over the place. And they only give you like three little three little pieces in the bag.
1: I like going to spot in Redlands.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's 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 really good.
1: This is a drive, so I don't go too often.
0: That's about my neck of the woods.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, so like she was doing that. I was like, look, she's like, oh, well, I was like, you guys, are like, y'all got to sell this.
1: Yeah. And
0: she's like, no. She's like, no, we would never do that. Like, it wouldn't work. And she was like, I'm like, look, put these in a the Ziploc bag, sell each bag for 10 bucks. I guarantee you, by the end of this week, you'll have an extra $100 in your pocket. If not more. And she was like, you really think so? I'm like, trust me, give it to me and I'll have you and I'll sell you some. By the end of this week. Mm. Sure enough. Sure enough, she ended up selling like fifteen bags. Um at ten bucks a pop, hundred and fifty dollars. She's like, What? Her husband was all cool. And i now just kind of talking, I'm like, Well, do this. She's like, Okay. And then now they have like little bags, mm. like little actual bags where they put jerky in.
1: Oh nice And stuff.
0: And he's like selling again I'm like, Hey, okay, look, this is what you gotta do. Yeah. You gotta like find a name. This and that, this and that. And so like I gave him a name. Um they ended up going with something else, but I thought my name was still better. Because <laughs> um, his name's Richard. So I was like, Dick Sticky Jerky. I was like, Dick's Sticky Jerky? I'm like, "That's that's got to be the name. I'm like, his name's Richard. I'm like, it only makes sense. You got to call it Dick's Sticky. Because it was, and it's like, it's sticky. Mm. The jerky. What like, did they go really with? Moist. Huh? What name did they go with? And so they went with Paya. Because I guess, um, like, the grandkids call her. Um, Yaya or something like that And uh-huh. then they call him Papa okay. So they, he put Paya's Sticky Jerky And I was like oh, I guess um, I mean it's more meaningful I'm like the other name Would have st- stood out though Yeah like, Marketing wise I'm like that would have sold Just because of the name Yeah Cause you had me like What? Yeah And so like I'm like that would have Just sold off the top yeah. But That being that And then I've just been like Coaching her and coaching her So now her husband has Like they've been doing so well Her husband has they have three three dryers or smokers now, oh, whatever it's called. dryers, yeah. Um, and they're making it. Now they be going to like the Frisbee Park, and they sell there, like sell out like 300, 400 bucks. Now every weekend, like they'll pull up and after when they go to the- um, For the
1: baseball games and stuff like that? They go watch their yeah. grandkids
0: play baseball games. They'll set up the table, and they just, and they sell out. I know where I'm going, going this weekend. <laughs> they've been going to like a little, now they're starting to go to little far. I'm like, look, this is what you got to do. You got to do this, mm-hmm. do this. And like she's like, I can't believe it's actually working. And this nice, like I would have never. I'm like, just keep pushing it. I, I'm getting gar- like, I'm telling you, you yeah. just gotta build into like, damn. And, and, and like she still, it was
1: either a fear or she didn't have confidence in confidence. I don't think she
0: understood. It was both because she was just like, I just never would have thought like this well, would you sell. Go.
1: You see, that was the same problem with me. I was like, I never thought that I would be good at uh, leading and stuff like that. And I did it for the first time, and it, you know, it was a way better outcome than I had in my mind. And right. Same thing for her. I was like, she, she. I'm sure she had an image in her head. Uh, this isn't going to work. And then look at her now.
0: Yeah. And they're doing good. And he's loving it. Like, he's like, oh, he's all excited about it. He's like, yeah, I've never seen my husband so happy. And he's just like, I'm like, of course. I'm mm-hmm. like, because he's, I mean, who doesn't want to be able to create something? Mm-hmm. And so, like, just seeing that, like, that's that's been super, like, even for me, it's been motivating. Like, damn, look, I just put them on game. And literally within a couple months, now they're like, they're almost a full business running up and going. Um and and then I was like, I got like even me, like I have that fear of like completely leaving my job and taking that leap. Um, which I know I've talked about numerous times on this podcast. Uh, I have other friends who um told them the same have done the same thing. And they've but the thing is they've actually taken that chance and they're keeping afloat. The some of them have gone really successful and some of them haven't. Um, and they've just risked and they just took the risk Mm -hmm. and doing it. Um, one of my buddies, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last podcast, but one of my other buddies, uh, he has like a huge event business. Um, I forgot the name of it. Oh, what is it? I don't remember the name of them, but he has like huge accounts with like Queen Mary and other places. Like he makes like six figures, um, plus, every year, um, just doing this, too. And he just started out the blue um, doing photography, and and then he just grew the business with him and his wife to where now he really doesn't go out and shoot. And that day I ran into him, um, we were at another friend's birthday party. He said that right th- that same day when we were there, he had seven other events going on that he was booked for that he had people shooting for him, like going out and doing everything for him. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, he's like, I've got it to where I don't have to be out there shooting every single event now. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and all of that. So he was like trying to put me on game. And he kept telling me, he's like, dude, he's like, just take the risk. Just take the chance. Like take the leap because he's like, it could be hard and you could not be hard. But the time you'll have to put into it, he's like, at least you can focus your energy on that one thing. And I think that's the that's the fear that always gets me as far as having that that doubt of not I wouldn't even say doubt. It's just that second guessing of um, if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be able to pay, make enough to pay because oh maybe my savings aren't where I will expect it, where I kept telling myself, Okay, once I have mm-hmm. once I get to this point, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna stop. Yeah. And then I'm gonna go. And I think that alone is closing myself in Mm -hmm. into that. But um, we're getting there. We're getting there. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So, anyways, it's just a matter of making sure you guys um, try to overcome your fear and whatever it is. Even when if it's even when it comes to marketing, I know a lot of people have fear of of going out there and talking to people. Um, It's just get out there and talk to people. I know that's something that I'm going to be doing um, probably starting next week is I'm literally um, making routes and I'm like, okay, I'm going to hit all these spots and talk to these um, different businesses, different uh, brokerage offices uh, and all of them and just go out there and just knock on the door, go in and just talk to them and whatever happens happens. And like, that makes... Just the thought of it makes me nervous. But I know once I'm there, it'll be... It'll just pass. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of the the main theme of this episode is, like, the first five to ten minutes is going to be nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. But once you realize... Once you're in it, it literally will just go by. Unless you have, like, anxiety or some kind of... Like, some high anxiety type of thing, then maybe not. It might not be that easy. But generally... From what I've learned from experience, it's as soon as you try and take that um, jump, like just like when you jump in the pool As another mm-hmm. analogy. As soon as you if you put your toe in, it's cold, then you go down to your knees and you're still freezing and then you finally go down to your waist and you slowly get in the water. It's going to take forever. The water is always going to feel cold. But if you just jump right in and start swimming, the water usually tends to, to warm up and you don't feel how, how mm-hmm. bad it is. And it's similar to here. As soon as you just jump in and do it, within usually ten to fifteen minutes, um, that fear kind of goes away mm-hmm. because then you're in the moment, and it's a matter of time to react.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and you don't have time to second guess or start thinking and this and that um, because you're you're right in the spot, and so you don't have a choice. You have to get things done. Um, I'm not wrong about that. So, I think that's kind of the the main the main idea of. Of today is just if there's something that you want to try, something that you want to do, um, let's just go out there and try it. The worst somebody can say is no, if it's uh, someone you're trying to get a client to, um, and and if they say no, I always say ask them why. And why, what? Why would you like? Why don't you want it? Or what could I have done to to sell this to you better? Mm-hmm. Or what? What do you think is that I was missing? Or what do you think? Why don't you want this service? Or yeah. why do you feel that you don't need this service? Or so and so, or some type of why, and that way you get an explanation instead of just being like, oh, maybe I suck. Maybe on this, mm-hmm. it's like cause no, because a lot of times we end up blaming ourselves um, Edward for a failure, and then and then it's reality. It's not really us. It's just either it's not the right time for them, or it's not the right time for their business, or they really just don't need that service or they don't want it and they're not interested and then just, it is what it is. Um, but that's why it's important, but at least you know and you can try, okay? And then you can always self-analyze yourself and reflect, okay, what could I have done better? How could I have approached them better? Now that I can go to this next one, I can kind of be prepared to answer these questions or rebuttal with a better offer. Or anything like that so that I can give them, um, so that I can get their business. Mm. Or just get a better understanding of what to do. But, yeah, that's my little rant.
1: Yeah, Edward. (laughs) Now you're like, bro, they didn't. (laughs) That's a whole other episode. They didn't call
0: me. Right. They should have called by now. It's been five minutes.
1: You should never stress yourself over about not being able to get a gig.
0: I think that's I think it's more of like how do you get like I think everybody starts off as like when they don't get here back they always it's a fear of like automatically blame themselves.
1: I used to do that until I stopped caring. I just hit that point where I don't care anymore where I you ask me to do something like photography or video or video and I give you a whole breakdown and I give you a price, and either you leave me on red or you complain about the price, I'm not going to sit there and entertain it anymore. I would rather not do the job than to sit there and, and explain to you why it's going to cost you this much. Yeah. I was like, I'm kind of at that point where I'm just like, I'm not going to sit here and debate with the person why you should pay this much or anything like that. Um, same thing with that, the uh, kind of going off topic, but, um, that real estate group that we yeah. dealt with a few months ago, where you sent me that they're having a big old thing here in Southern California. And I'm just like, I honestly didn't care. I was like, it's cool. I was like, they could throw the event all they want. And I was like, and you know, they don't hire us. Like, oh, that's fine. I wouldn't rather not work with the certain type of people because of the way that they are. I was like right. no amount of money I mean, I mean you're going to pay me a million dollars and I got to put up with your shitty ass attitude then sure why not you know <laughs> but we're not talking about that type of money it's what, a couple hundred bucks I was like that alone is not even worth it for me to be like oh yeah I want to go shoot this event I was like no I was like I would I would rather just not do it cuz I feel like I can find myself better quality clients elsewhere that aren't either going to treat me that way or they're not going to complain about the price or they're going to be able to communicate properly or they're going to give me their vision on what they expect and I can execute it without you know any hesitation or overall just the experience with them or building that relationship. I was like, it can be 10 times better somewhere else versus uh, fishing for that one client right. when it's not even there to begin with. But because, you know, we're trying to make the most of every opportunity, I was like, sometimes we get lost in that thought process where we don't realize what's more important, which is the people that we work with or the money aspect of
0: it. Yeah. And I think people get lost or get stuck. And that's part of the fear because they... There a lot of people. I mean, yeah, we want to do this for a living. So when, especially when you first start, and you if you do take that big old jump, yeah, like, you're, I mean, you this is this is what your livelihood becomes, and yeah. so that fear of like we got to take on every gig because we have to make this month's rent or we have to mm-hmm. pay this note or whatever, and so I think people get stuck in bad or bad situations because yeah, they're. It's almost like they feel like they have no choice.
1: Yeah, I mean, you also don't want to spread yourself out so thin, where it's like this next gig is this next gig, <laughs> this next gig is either gonna make you uh, make your rent or not. Right. You know what I mean. Obviously, you want to stay within your means. I was like, you don't want to go too far above and beyond and getting this all crazy equipment and all this, especially if you know you're relying on the next gig to pay for x amount of things. You know what I mean. Yeah. I was like at least that's just my opinion. I mean, it's easier to speak about it than when you're in that in that position. Right. So, I mean, that's just from what I see from people that I know that have businesses, they don't jump so far ahead of the gun before they even have the the funds for it. Yeah. You know, so they the you know, they keep they stay within their means. That way they're not, you know, stressing out about stuff like that and if they have to turn down clients because for whatever reason, they're more than capable of doing that and it's not going to hurt their pockets.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's just, I mean, but that comes with just, I guess, experience as you go through. Um, because at first, I know I took a bunch of gigs that mm. I probably should have never taken yeah. or done because it was a big, much more of a headache or it was just too much work for what I just mm-hmm. to charge. But I was willing, I was. I needed those $200 yeah. at the time then um and so I did it but it was like I, I killed myself to, to do all of that just to yeah. just to make that $200 at the end of the day I was really losing money when I have sat down and put in the time and mm-hmm. and like the the gas and all that stuff but again those were all learning experiences and yeah. and things like that and the situation I was in was probably um, was different um, in a way uh, than I wouldn't say boy most, but just like that single parent um, on your own type of vibe. So it was like I had to make it happen.
1: Yeah. And um, like the, one of the fears for me was like not not being able to shoot like for like you know DJs and stuff like that. That was a fear for me that I I would see all these other photographers getting all these gigs and I wasn't getting any. You know, and then like now that I've gotten some content on uh, for that, and then people hit me up, and then I give them a price, and then they tell me that it's too expensive or it's out of their budget. I'm like, okay, well, I was like, hit me up when you have the money. Yeah, and that's it. I was like, I don't worry about it no more. I was like, I I was off what social media for like what two and a half, maybe three weeks, which was the greatest thing in the world because I don't have to worry about any of that stuff anymore. And I recently just got back on it and I caught myself doing it again where I was, like, seeing all these, uh, all these other photographers in the L.A. area that are doing all these events and stuff like that. And I'm just, like, I'm, like, damn, like, I want to do that, you know. But I'm just, like, I had to bring myself back and be, like, well, if they're not. I was, like, I mean, I'm not charging no or- outrageous amounts of money, but I'm also not going to do it for little to none. Money. Right. You know, I was, like, I'm sorry. I was, like, I would rather not get that content and have that under my portfolio than to, you know, get paid, you know, little to nothing or at least not my rate. I was like, I don't know what those other photographers are charging their rates for, but I'm like, I'm I'm good. I was like, I'll pass on it. I was like, I know my time will come. I was like, and I'll get those gigs that I want and I'll get those clients that are willing to pay my rates. You know, I was like, I'm not going to settle for less. I was like, if it takes longer than what it needs to be, then so be it.
0: yeah. So I mean and that and that also into that fear, breaking into that fear, you can always look at it too as far as okay. So and switching that mindset. okay, what am I doing that I'm not getting these gigs? And mm-hmm. I'm seeing and then you go into that whole um compare comparison yourself, uh comparing yourself to other people or whatever yeah. imposter syndrome if you want to talk about it. Um then at that point it's like that's that fear you have that fear because you're com- like you're what comparing are you
1: yourself right
0: and so like okay now you're saying you're telling yourself that you're not as good because or what are you doing wrong but look at what you're doing or maybe what you're not doing and usually mm-hmm. it's what we're not doing that is why we aren't um be getting as successful getting those clients because if you wanted this type of clientele base but you're not marketing to that clientele base, well then, there's your problem. Yeah, and right. it's like you, if you, or I'm
1: focusing my energy on other things that shouldn't even matter whatsoever, right? <laughs> versus or, focusing on what I should be doing, either getting better at my editing, getting better at my video editing, how to create the reels and stuff like that, and just worrying about that. I said I was going to have my and my website up and running by j- the end of January, and we're already six months in the year, and that thing, and that thing hasn't <laughs> even been touched. So. Me too where's my thought where's my energy where's my thought process where is my focus at In things that don't even matter right and i'll be the first one to admit that i've been procrastinating i've been you know worrying about other things that i doesn't even require my attention doesn't even require my my manifestations or, or energy all those things i was like i should be over here but instead more we here bullshitting on the fucking instagram looking at other people's shit when i should just be worrying about my damn self
0: yeah and that's that's a whole nother um there's another topic that i want to discuss that kind of goes with this whole subject as far as um like compare comparison and pricing and all of that that we can probably discuss for the next one but um as of now yeah i think it's just a matter of when Instead of being scared, just got to tackle it, take it um, head first, just dive right in mm-hmm. um, and just start swimming and figure it out. Always, if there's people around, I know it seems like people aren't willing to help. There's always people out there who are willing to, to share some knowledge. Um, just ask or look around or do your own research, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's where everybody probably usually learns the yeah. trade and everything else, but study. And if you want to do something, study beforehand. And kind of learn, okay, if you want to do videos, if I want to do picture, I want to start doing engraving, or I want to start jerky business, or I want to start um, decor, clothing, like, look that stuff up and watch different videos, see how they do it. Mm-hmm. And you can always ask questions. There's always places where people, you can ask questions, or even oh, yeah. other business owners, ask them questions. Because regardless, at the end of the day, business is always business. Yeah, And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what industry you're in, the majority of it. Is usually the same or similar, so um, go ahead and and ask people, and you'll be surprised. Actually, probably some of the people who actually are willing to help, or just give you some knowledge or give you some tips.
1: yep I um, was like, and don't I was like, don't be afraid that they're either not going to reply back to you because I was like, I've had that happen to me. I was yeah. like, where I ask, you know, are other photographers. Uh, either questions about certain things or how to get, how to you know get my foot in the door in the industry, or even like just recently some girl texted that on or not texted but she posted on Twitter saying that you know a lot of these new photographers don't know stage etiquette like basically the unspoken rules and stuff right. like that you know and I and I tweeted back to her and I was like as a photographer that's trying to get into the industry I was like can you please explain what are those rules didn't even bother right back to me. I was like, so how are you, in my opinion, how are you She probably don't know (laughs) No, she's been doing it for this for years. I was like, that's basically what she's you know, that's her bread and butter. She's been doing that since probably she started photography. Yeah. But it's like the way I look at it is, how are you going to complain about these photographers? And and when somebody else asks you about it so they don't do that mistake, why wouldn't you want to help them out? Or either like give them a quick little rundown, like, don't do this, wear this, you know, wear black. You know, I was like, I had somebody tweet that out one time where it's like all these new photographers are over here wearing like white T-shirts, blue pants. And I was like, I never knew that you had to wear all black. I never knew that, you know, until I found out that you wear all black, you blend into the background. Like you won't pop up, you know. I mean, you don't have to,
0: but that's just well, no, you actually rule, have of, to. rule of thumb. Yeah. Is... So I was
1: like, I didn't know that until like I even like I I, I saw one of the photographers and his name is Alex Warsaw amazing photographer and I even I pulled him aside and I told him, I was like, hey man, I was like I saw your tweet, I was like, and I appreciate that you put that out there because I was one of those dumbasses that was on stage wearing either a blue t-shirt, I mean, yeah, blue t-shirt blue pants or stuff like that, I was like, I didn't I had no idea that you had to wear all black I was like, nobody's ever explained that to me, I was like, nobody's told me that either, I was like, so I appreciate you putting that out there I was like, I've messaged other photographers I've asked them if they can teach, I was like, I would pay them I was like, I've been left on red quite a few times Oh, yeah. And I was like, so I being able to experience that, I've gotten over that fear of having, of either needing to or having to ask those questions. And I was just like, you have to go through those phases where you get turned down or shut down. And it's like, you build that thick skin where it's like, it doesn't even phase you anymore.
0: And then you also learn, like, okay, well, this person that I admire, like, screw them. Like, they're probably like, an asshole to begin yeah, with. I don't want to work with them or I don't want to be like them or I don't want to do like, and then. It'll make you a better person because you're like, well, I'm not gonna. I don't want somebody else who looks up to me, um, wherever stage I'm at, mm-hmm. and them to feel like I'm withholding or I'm. I feel like I'm better than them or this yeah. and that. And it's like it's never like that. Um, that's why I'm always willing to to share because. Um, I mean, I guess that's just who I am. But it's just I don't I don't see a point in holding. Information from others who are trying to do similar things. Um, maybe I don't give all the details as far as like certain business things, as far as my personal business and how we're.
1: But you don't lead them the wrong way either.
0: Right. So I'm not going to give them, like, okay, this is how we shoot our videos. This is how we do our things. And this is it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to show you how we do it, but I'm not going to also like tell you not going to give you all it.
1: the blueprints to it. Yeah. Um, but I will set you off in the right but direction.
0: I sh- yeah, I'll tell you what it is. This is the way. But now you got to go and f- kind of figure it out. But Because yeah. that's what differentiates my business. That's what makes MediaBox MediaBox because this is the product that we deliver because we do it this way. Mm-hmm. And so I won't give you those keys, but I'll be like, if you want to do something, all right, well, think about it. This, this is this. what I
1: recommend right. or this is what I would do. And I'll
0: set you up exactly perfectly to where you need to be for you but i don't want you to come and try to be me because it's not what who you have to be who you are at the end of the day you have Mm -hmm. the the business that you're trying to make Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of how i see it but yeah so just if you want to start just start um I think biggest key. I know it sounds a lot easier than what it is, or it and actually that's cliche, is cliche. <laughs> but it, it really, really is. yeah, it really, yeah, is. it just, really is. Just start. There's something um, Ask to be. If you're trying to be a photographer, videographer, so many of us out there now, it's like you can ask somebody for advice or to come shoot or just oh, to yeah. come shadow and just so you can learn. Um, don't feel like you're too good enough to always to to learn from somebody else. Um, regardless of what it is and regardless of what industry they're in mm-hmm. um you can always gain something from somebody else even if they're newer than you are
1: oh yeah um so they might know some piece of information that you probably missed out on or
0: yeah, just or you never learned or flew flew you never heard radar. or whatever yeah. yeah and so things are changing so rapidly so it's always good to just um connect and that's one thing that I've always I've always learned is like never there's a saying in spanish i don't remember how it is but like never shit on the next person because you'll never know when you're gonna need that that might be the next person you actually need something from Mm. um and i know there's a something in spanish the way you say it um but yeah it's that's something that i've always like i've never put somebody else down or try to really like to
1: one um, up yeah one up them but to like like, oh, I'm better than in you order or this that, Or I'm not going to, yeah. Further yourself in the career.
0: Because at the end of the day, you never know when they're going to be the one, like your boss or whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah. So just kind of keep going. I know this has been a little bit longer than usual, <laughs> um, but hopefully this kind of helps.
1: What a way to come back.
0: <laughs> um, and then uh, we'll have some, a few other episodes. Might have some smaller mini episodes in between um just of smaller things but this will we'll see you guys and yeah everybody have a good day and see you on the next episode peace